Welcome to the Creation Innovation Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth King. Together, we'll have conversations with incredible human beings who have taken their creative outlet and turned it into something innovative. From people leaving the corporate world to be eight-figure entrepreneurs, to people who have created books, created a family, or just creating to have fun in the world. We are all in a journey to create something amazing in our lives, and I hope that you find some inspiration of your own here. This is the Creation Innovation Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back today to Creation Innovation. I am so excited today to be speaking to Danny, Danny Williamson. I had the pleasure of meeting her in person this last fall at a conference. And so welcome, Danny. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. It's great to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, there's so many things that I want to talk to you about, but let's first jump in on, I'm going to get straight to kind of the topic that I am into right now is inflammation. And I know you have a course around this and I focus on fertility and a big thing right now, and I went to a medical conference in the fall as well, that they were talking about was it's not necessarily our age of the eggs that's causing the issues. And I had three kids over 41. It's the inflammation in our bodies that causes the egg to decline and everything. So if we have our inflammation in check, then everything else goes into line. And therefore, our eggs at an older age are a little bit healthier. Now, I would love to get, I mean, obviously, I'm just throwing this out at you right now. But knowing all the things that you know about inflammation and how it affects the body, do you feel like that would make sense from what you know in regards to inflammation and how that affects cells in our our body? 100%. And yes, you are throwing that at at me. But I'm telling you right now, inflammation, I wrote a whole chapter on it in the book, right? inflammation is the devil. It's as simple as that. And that's what the name of the course is as well. Almost named the book that Um, it's the root of 100%. And there's very few things you can say 100% about in medicine, 100% of all chronic lifestyle diseases. Those are diseases, right? That you, you turn on by your lifestyle, you turn off by your lifestyle diseases you were not born with. Things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, well, infertility, right? And not technically a disease, but autoimmune disease like me, lupus and fibromyalgia, um, irritable bowel syndrome, migraine headaches, anxiety, depression. We're not born with that. We turn it on and we turn it on through decades of dysfunction and inflammation. And the, the, the interesting thing about inflammation is and chronic lifestyle disease is it's slow right? It's allostatic. It's an allostatic load problem. So it just builds up decade after decade. You know, we get these five-year-olds, 10-year-olds just now, the studies came out or not studies, they came out yesterday recommending that the American Academy of Pediatrics, that children, overweight children, we give them gastric bypass surgery and pills. This came out yesterday. This is all over the news today. My phone has blown up with people texting me and sending me um, news stories. Um, and it builds up, builds up and then boom, it tips over. And then there's autoimmune disease like me, right. In my late twenties or infertility. So yes, absolutely. When you heal the gut, right. When you heal the gut, when you decrease the inflammation, everything that you turned on, I am living proof. You can reverse or bring it down, reverse it so far that you've got it under the radar pretty well. 
Absolutely. So you're, on, you're on target. Girl, listen, I had a phone consult. The last patient today that I had was a phone consult. She's, how old is she? 30 something years old. I don't know, 31, 32 years old. When she came to me, in fact, I'm talking about her tonight on, on Instagram and Facebook. She had 66, 66 symptoms that she had listed in her chart. Everything from attention deficit, um, ADD, ADHD, um, irregular heartbeat, irregular periods, you name it. I mean, the 66. Wow. Today I saw her and she was on 60 milligrams of thyroid medicine. Today I saw her, I said, Jess, how you doing? She said, fantastic. I said, what are you talking about? She said, I have done, and this is two, three years now in the making. She's down to 15 milligrams of armor thyroid, like barely anything. Every symptom except one, her hair. She wants her hair thicker. She goes, I want hair like yours, Danny. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah we all I, do. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I know I am very blessed with hair. You are blessed. Um, I am blessed. None of those symptoms. Reversed 65 symptoms, 65 out of 66, all by decreasing inflammation. And she said, Danny, I've changed the endocrine disruptors in my life, right? The pans, the glass, the lotion, the makeup, the haircut, all the things have changed. And it was, it stemmed from inflammation. She said, I saw doctor after doctor after doctor for two decades from about 15 to 35. I think she's 35. And she said, no one ever asked me same thing to me. What are you eating? What's your stress like? Right. Do you sleep at night? Do you poop? So, well, you can reverse. Yeah. And I think, you know, I always say too, I had chronic gut issues for many, many years. And fertility doctor never once asked me, how often are you having a bowel movement? Are you constipated? Are you have diarrhea? Well, the fact that I had nine diarrhea nine times a day was probably an issue, you know, me too. Four colonoscopies, chronic diarrhea started, started in high school for me from childhood trauma. I had a lot of childhood trauma, which again is a whole nother thing, right? That could get into fertility. And I mean, we could talk about that for hours, adverse childhood experiences, four colonoscopies, endoscopies, four gastroenterologists, never once. What are you eating? They all knew I had diarrhea, but they never asked. They never went back upstream and said, what happened to you in your childhood or what have you, you know, where's your stress coming from? Right. Exactly. Right. Yep. And it took me just doing my own research to figure out, oh, eggs, you know, here's a few things that I have sensitivities to that came up for me. And sure enough, like, I wouldn't say a thousand percent better, but after going to four different states and many different doctors and same as you, the colonoscopies and all the things, you know, that's, that, that's what my story was as well. So we have some similarities in that, but what do you, if somebody's listening and they're like, how do I even know that I have inflammation, right? How do I know if I have these inflammation markers, where do they start? Where would you suggest they start? Well, first you start. First, you say, okay, it's not, are you inflamed? The question is not, are you inflamed? The question is, how inflamed are you? And right. what are symptoms of inflammation or toxicity and right fatigue, uh, depression, joint pain, migraine headaches, all the gut issues? I mean, the list Rash. goes on and on and on, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And what do we do about it? So say you haven't seen a doctor. First, we'll start with that. Well, you would start 
with removing the top seven inflammatory foods in the, in, in the United States. Top seven, gluten, dairy, soy, corn, sugar, eggs, and peanuts. And our friend JJ Virgin wrote the book on that, The Virgin Diet. And that's all it's about is eliminating those top seven foods. She wrote that in 2012, became a New York Times bestseller. I've used it since 2012 with patients because it works. And people are like, what? It's what I eat. That's all I eat. Sure it is. It's all the general American public eats. Yeah. But those foods are not in one ingredient, God made food, right? Like we're talking a piece of fish, chicken, lamb, turkey, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, green beans. That's one ingredient, God made food. Now eggs are one ingredient, but um, they are the, they were, they're the highest for me on my food sensitivity. Me too. 12 years ago, 2010 eggs were the highest. They've moved down a little bit, but um, Mm -hmm. they're still, they're still on there. Eggs are the number two food allergy for children in the United States, number two, right behind dairy. So you would start with an elimination diet and it is as simple and as complicated as that right there. What I ask people to do is very simple, but it's not easy because we are so emotionally connected to food, aren't we, Elizabeth? So we feed our children, we feed our boys, most people do, the Mm -hmm. same five or six meals their entire life maybe 12 or 14 foods if we're lucky, right? And we rotate the same food over and we have no diversity. So it takes planning. But when you start do that for 21 days and just eliminate those foods, most people feel so much better. Not only have they lost a little weight, right? Their joints feel better. They're sleeping better. They're pooping better. I mean, insomnia is a huge, huge indicator of inflammation. So if we just start with diet, those are the top seven foods. But then you would ask your doctor, if you have a doctor, well, let's check some inflammatory markers, right? Like a C-reactive protein and a homocysteine and a SED rate. Those are all markers of inflammation, cardiovascular and full body inflammation. And then for me, thyroid is my baby. So I'm looking at thyroid antibodies on everyone, Hashimoto's thyroiditis and itis. Anything that ends in itis is inflammation. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we're looking at antibodies, we're looking at thyroid and we're looking at, at, at those kind of inflammatory labs and, uh, and that's where you start. But, you know, I, I, I teach on six steps, eat well, sleep well, move well, poop well, de-stress well, and commune well. And when we get those balls in the air and we're doing all of those, or pretty much all of those, your inflammation levels go down. And, and, and we need inflammation, right? We need a little inflammation in our body. We need inflammation. Sure. If we cut ourselves, say right now, boom, I cut myself. I mean, that's inflammation that red around. And that's a great thing, right? We have those white blood cells that come to that cut and they start to rally around it like armies, right? Like soldiers. And, and that's acute inflammation. It's that slow burning, sizzling, festering inflammation that creates the chronic lifestyle diseases. And that chronic lifestyle disease, most of us are not aware of it until we meet somebody who kind of opens our eyes to, oh, maybe that's why I'm so tired, or maybe that's why I'm not getting pregnant, or maybe that's why I'm having diarrhea nine times a day. And it it seems so obvious once you start to go down that road of like, oh gosh, of course, right? If I eliminate the eggs or whatever it may be for you, and all of a sudden you, you notice, 
uh, my my bowel movements are a little more regular, whatever it may be for you, the light bulb starts to go off. And once you start to yes. feel better, you start to get on that train a little more, right? It's you like, bet. oh, I want to do this more because I feel better and I see a result. I think it's hard for people when they do those types of elimination diets or whatever, and they're not seeing any result, right? Yes, they don't and I agree with that. feel better. Uh, but the majority of the people will feel better, but you do right. have the random one who doesn't. And then when that happens, I have to say, okay, were, were you really, really, truly gluten-free? Because uh, so then what that comes from, not that they're lying to me. I don't mean that Elizabeth's lying to me sitting in front of me, right? But it didn't work. What happens is we're not educated enough to know, oh my gosh, I'm getting glutened, right? So, so there, there's 56, I think there's 56 names for sugar. Right. Um, I think that's right. And there's like 30 something names for gluten, wheat, wheat paste and all that. And then dairy the same. So people don't realize that they're actually getting cross contaminated or gluten or dairy or whatever it is there. So, but the majority of the people feel better, man, when you eat one ingredient food, if you think about this, you want to talk about inflammation Now I get, it's a wonder. I haven't had a, 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 hit out for me for my life about Chick-fil-A. I talk about Chick-fil-A all the time. I love Chick-fil-A. I think it's great. I don't eat it anymore. I mean, it's got to be something serious. And that would be what I would eat. I honestly, if I had to, if I was traveling, it would, I would choose that over McDonald's or Burger King. Right. But the food industry is about addiction. 100%. I guarantee you in Newport beach, California right now, which would be two two eleven in the afternoon. There's a line around Chick Fil A. There also is one in Franklin, Tennessee, on Mallory Lane. A line around Chick Fil A. Also, Destin, Florida, New York City, because that's about addiction. That chicken sandwich has fifty one ingredients in it. Fifty one. Count it. It's on their website. I shared it on my Instagram the other day. People were that's so gross off. to think about. Ah. 51 ingredients. A chicken sandwich should never taste the same every time you cook it, right? Neither should your burger, neither should your biscuits, but they do when it's a chemistry experiment. When it's a chemistry experiment and it's processed, packaged, fake Franken food, yes, it's going to taste the same because Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Cracker Barrel, uh, Burger King, Taco Bell, they all have board members and shareholders that they have to pay and they have to appease. And so it's about addiction. That's the reason there's a line around it because we're yeah. addicted, right? And, and they I know think your motivation to has to be stronger than that addiction, right? You your bet. motivation took, of where you're moving towards. You bet. It took four years to create that chicken sandwich. The, the grilled chicken sandwich took oh, a wow. four-year chemistry the, experiment. There's nothing real about it. There's nothing where it's a piece of chicken, but there's nothing else. I mean, everything, it's chemicals. So we're feeding our bodies that chronic inflammation. And again, once you start to feel better and you know this, or once you get pregnant today, another patient, today was a good day. Today was a good day. Everybody's feeling good. Third baby in three years. Now, do I recommend that necessarily? No, but that's what I did. And I don't recommend it. (laughs) I don't either, but she's got two right now. And she's eight weeks pregnant with the third. And she had not had one baby when she saw me in 2020, Mm -hmm. the beginning of 2020. And she said to me, she said today, she said, Danny was all inflammation. Never once when I was trying to get pregnant, were they asking me, what are you eating? And et cetera. And once we got her gut healed, boom. Now it's not always that simple. I mean, she didn't go through fertility treatments or anything. It wasn't that. She just um, was having very irregular periods. So again, 
when you cool down the gut and you cool down the inflammatory response in your body, everything starts to get better. If you were born healthy, Elizabeth, you do not have to live sick, but it's so slow and we don't realize how it just builds up, builds up, builds up. So when you eat well, then you're going to want to sleep well, which is to me side by side, like you and I right here, side by side. I think they're equally as important because if you don't sleep well, you'll never eat well. Your body heals when you sleep. And that's when and I feel stopped. so fortunate that we have all this information for our children and that next generation, because we certainly weren't having these conversations when I was growing up, you know, no. and, and now just to be able to, to know better and do better is half the battle. Yeah. And I told you, I told that girl today, you just change the entire next generation, the entire trajectory of your children's lives, because yeah. now, you know right? Garbage in equals garbage out. And there, the uh, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. There was only one perfect human and it's for sure not you or me or anybody listening to this, right? So you can't live in a bubble, but you, but once you start feeling better, there's not for me, there's not enough gluten and eggs in the world to make me go back to how I felt 12 years ago. I'm not going to do it. It just becomes a lifestyle, you know? Yeah. And, and, and when it does, I mean, the whole family gets on board because when you feel better, if you're the mother, if you're the mom listening and and not the dad, I mean, you may not technically be the head of the household, but you set the tone for the entire home. And it actually ends up being a lot easier than you think it is. Once you kind of get on that train of knowing and, you know, my kids know we don't eat fast food in our house like that. Our family doesn't eat fast food and they know that if somebody's taking them. Right. Uh, I had a girl the other day. She said, my kids have never had fast food. I said, what? And they're like eight, nine, 10, something. Yeah. There's several of them. She said, we were in the car the other day and my, one of the kids asked her, said, what's the, what are the, what's that big M? (laughs) those big yellow m's what is that well it was the yellow arches right the golden arches or whatever they call mcdonald's they had never seen they had they'd seen it but they'd never been to mcdonald's and the kid had never is that something yeah i mean that's incredible i raised my kids 25 and 26 years ago we didn't live at mcdonald's by any means and we didn't live at sonic but by gosh they had mcdonald's and sonic right on occasion Yeah. yeah um I made their baby food. I cloth diapered. I did all the things, but you know, we also did that. I didn't know. I didn't know. Right. And that's what I'm saying. We know so much now. I mean, all that I just learned about Chick-fil-A right now in the last 10 minutes, you know, let me tell you, when you dig deep into that one, you'll be mad as a hornet. So I don't, um, I don't think I want to, I think I learned enough to, to make (laughs) educated decisions going forward. But I, let's talk a little bit about thyroid. I, I have mm. been on thyroid. I had my thyroid adjusted through my three pregnancies. Yeah. Um, I'm one of four girls. I think all of us but one and my mom are all on thyroid. Um, so tell us a little bit about the thyroid for those that are listening that don't really know what that is yet. That word is passed around quite a bit. And especially in fertility. It's very connected with fertility and, you know, super important that you monitor that while trying to get pregnant and early pregnancy, but give us a little information around thyroid. The thyroid is very important for pregnancy before we get into that one today, who's having her third baby. Her thyroid's been perfect. She has Hashimoto's, but no thyroid dysfunction, completely beautiful thyroid working. 
until today. And she's eight weeks pregnant. Her, her TSH, her thyroid stimulating hormone is 2.45, at 2.45, which is completely normal for a normal person, right? But we like it below two for sure, right? And so I started her on thyroid medicine. She was not happy with me. She didn't want to do it. But I told her, I said, look, your, your OB is going to want your TSH below two. The thyroid, if, if people are, I don't know if they're watching this or just listening, but the thyroid, which is right in the front of your throat, right? Shaped like a little butterfly. It is the master gland. It controls 100%, 100%, just like inflammation, 100% of the metabolic function in the human body. What's that mean, Danny? Well, it's how fast you gain weight, how fast you lose weight, dry hair, dry skin, hair falling out, hair growing, eyebrows falling out, eyebrows staying thick, fertility, uh, cholesterol, um, energy, <laughs> energy, right? Insomnia, depression, foggy headedness. I mean, there's a list a hundred and something long of yeah. functions that the thyroid controls. And we don't treat the thyroid well. That is my baby, right? It's Hashimoto's thyroiditis. That's why people come to me, gut and thyroid, gut and thyroid, which it's all connected. And people don't mm-hmm. understand that. Um, now I wish I'd have become an endocrinologist, but 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 I didn't. So I, I practice like an endocrinologist, but I'm not. You have to protect it with all your mind. And if you if you have any of those symptoms, right? Fatigue, depression, weight gain, foggy headedness, insomnia, constipation, it controls how you poop as well. Of course, you also may be dehydrated. That's the number one reason for not pooping would be just drink your water and then you might go to the bathroom. If you're having those symptoms, you need to have your doctor or your nurse practitioner, right? Check your healthcare provider, check your thyroid but not just a simple thyroid stimulating hormone. Most providers were getting a little better. Some of them now will check a free T4, right? A a, a T4, T3. These are thyroid hormones that we look at. And we want to look at the free version, free. So anybody's listening, you want a TSH, a free T3, free T4, thyroid antibodies. That's the bare minimum. Uh, looking for Hashimoto's, the antibodies, but your free T4 and free T3 are what tell me how much is available in your system, right? In your blood. Um, And the T3 is the most important one, which nobody, most endocrinologists or healthcare providers are never taught about that. So that's where desiccated thyroid comes in handy. Are you taking armor or nature thread or are you on uh, Levo? Mm -hmm. Okay. So a T4, do you take a T3 at all? No. Okay. All right. Well, and you must be doing fine. T4 is fine. It has to convert to T3 in your body to give you the energy, the get up and go. So people who have low sluggish energy and all that, a lot of times we'll put a little T3 in there and we'll order them some T3, prescribe them some T3, and it gives them that boost of energy that they Mm -hmm. need. But the thyroid, you have to protect with all your might. It's right there in the front of your neck. You can feel it. We can, if you have Hashimoto's, you have a higher rate of, you know, thyroid nodules and things like that. But you no, know, women have autoimmune disease, autoimmune thyroiditis or autoimmune disease in general, eight to 10 times more than men do. We're the most toxic, right? We're the ones who put the lotion, the makeup, the hair color, the lipstick, the nail polish, I don't know, shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, the list goes on and on. Cleaning supplies, right? We breathe in those the toxins from the cleaning supplies and here's the thyroid. You protect that thyroid with all your might. No perfume on your thyroid. Where do we spray perfume? Right here. 
nothing but chemicals, nothing but toxins. What you put on your body, you put in your body within 26 seconds flat. Mm -hmm. So protect it. When you have x-rays, when you go to the dentist, when you go to get a mammogram, if you do, when you get any sort of x-ray, you ask for a thyroid guard, you protect this thyroid with Mm -hmm. all your might. I've never heard that before, a thyroid guard. You better. And every single dentist has one. They will wrap it around your neck while they're radiating your teeth over there, trying to see what's happening in your mouth. Get a mam. If people who get mammograms, right? Put that there while they while they do the mammogram. We don't want any radiation near the thyroid. It'll destroy a thyroid. Now, is it that fast going to destroy the thyroid? No. But again, it's about allostatic load building up decades of toxins in your body that are creating inflammation. You got to protect it. You can't live without it. Once it's gone, and thyroid cancer is on the rise. By the way. Patients with Hashimoto's thyroiditis have a 30% higher rate of thyroid cancer, 30% higher rate. Why do you think it's on the rise? Well, I think that inflammation, uh, right, is probably higher than it's ever been. I think, I don't know exactly why Hashimoto's is, I mean, I'm sorry, um, thyroid cancer is on the rise. It's kind of like colorectal cancer in young people is, Mm -hmm. is an epidemic right now. And they think that's processed you know, processed foods, meats, things like that, hot dogs and things um, for sure. I'm not exactly sure why, but um, I know it is. (laughs) It is, you know, and I have a lot of young women in their 20s who have had thyroid cancer. Now, thyroid cancer, we don't mess with. Get your thyroid taken out, right? I mean, I'm not a fan of removing thyroids for nodules and a lot of people do. And I don't think that's right because we can decrease inflammation. And when you decrease inflammation, the nodules go down in your thyroid. But thyroid cancer, absolutely, hands down, get get your thyroid removed. Then you have to be on thyroid medicine for the rest of your life because you know this. You can't live without your thyroid. There are very few things you can't live without. You can live without a lung. You can live without a kidney. You can live without your gallbladder, your your, um, appendix, an ovary but you can't live without your thyroid ever. You will die within a matter of days. And is there a way to heal that or, or kind of go back from say somebody who is pregnant now and is told that they have to go on thyroid. Don't freak out. If you're told that it's all okay. It's nothing, nothing catastrophic, catastrophic, but I think people assume that, okay, once I go on this, then it's just going to be a never ending kind of spiral of continuing to be. Is there one way to to reverse all of that? No, there's not one way to do anything, Elizabeth, in this job over here. Uh, What is a million different ways? This is why nobody wants to treat thyroids or even talk about inflammation, right? So it's different for everyone. You've got to decrease the inflammatory response in your body, hands down. But just like the girl today, she's come down from 60 milligrams to 15 milligrams of thyroid and the other one from 120 milligrams down to like 30 right now. So yes, just because you start thyroid medicine doesn't mean you have to be on it forever. Now, some people are and the majority of the people are on it forever. They sure are. Um, But the key is to not have to increase it all the time. And I don't know if you know this. I mean, a lot of people don't who take thyroid medicine. Most people don't take their thyroid medicine correctly at all. They were never taught. 
it has to be taken four hours, four hours away from pretty much everything. That is oat milk, oat milk, uh, calcium, dairy, magnesium, um, uh, grapefruits, uh, spinach, uh, um, uh, soy, dairy, Tums, proton pump inhibitors, four uh, iron, four hours away. If you drink coffee and you put oat milk in your thyroid medicine, I mean, in your coffee, and, and it's within four hours of you taking that thyroid medicine, your thyroid's never going to, you're not going to have step, stable levels. It binds to it. Thyroid medicine does not play in anybody's sandbox. It wants to be 100% by itself. The people who do the best on thyroid medicine, and this is a pearl that people listening need to know, take it in the middle of the night. Those yeah. are the people who do the best. And then some people don't wake up at night. Well, aren't you lucky? Because most of us do, even me. I wake right. up. The people who take it in the middle of the night don't have anything on either side of it. And they go right back to sleep. It doesn't keep you awake. Yeah. But, but people most of the time don't take their thyroid medicine correctly at all. Even coffee will bind to thyroid medicine. Right. Yeah. I, I, the, for better or worse, having the little ones, I am now one of those people that I keep it out by my bed. My kids know that's mommy's vitamin <laughs> that I have to take. And I, I usually end up taking it at three, four in the morning because like yes. if I kind of doze awake because of one of the kids, I just pop it in right on my bedstand and go back to sleep. That's exactly that right. You know, and, 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 and thyroid, you know, oftentimes family history of thyroid, a lot of patients will have thyroid. I see Hashi, and I'm not a big believer, a big person who says genetics is everything because it's not, you don't have to have heart disease because your mom died of heart disease. You don't have to be a diabetic because your dad died of diabetes. That's the study of epigenetics, but I'm going to tell you something, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I treat entire families with Hashimoto's. And it's interesting, mom and dad both, and they're not related, right? Blood uh-huh. related, mom and dad with thyroid issue with Hashimoto's. And then I've got a whole group of kids. So it's really interesting. Thyroid is something that really And it's is, unusual for men, right? Like it, you said, it's more unusual for men, but I have okay. a pretty big population of Hashimoto's. Really? And it's interesting, you know, Hashimoto's thyroiditis is the number one, number one, undiagnosed autoimmune disease in the United States. And it's the number one reason for hypothyroidism, low thyroid, uh, thyroid not working, number one, but people don't check it. Nobody until I was 44 years old ever checked my thyroid antibodies. And I don't have Hashimoto's, praise God, I do not, but I got other issues, but I don't have Hashimoto's. Um, nobody had ever even looked at those antibodies. And so younger and younger and younger, I have a seven-year-old with Hashimoto's. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. I think what I have seen is that people just go to a general practitioner who really isn't, that's not their specialty. So they don't, like you said, they may test the TSH and call it a day and think that, oh, they're in the normal range. We don't, most of the tests we don't want to necessarily be in the normal range. I always say the example I use is a size six to eight is a, is the right shoe size for my height of five four. But if I'm wearing a size eight and I'm really a size six, 
that's not going to fit me, but I'm in the normal range. I'm still going to get blisters. It's not going to be comfortable, whatever. Like you want to find a doctor or nurse practitioner, preferably an endocrinologist who specializes in thyroid to really hone in on what, what is your magic number? And a lot of people compound you bet. a pharmacy to make yes. sure that they're getting exactly what they need. And I think I'm all about that as far yes, as, me too. you know, it, people are shocked because even for mine, I, I take a very specific dose where five days a week I take one amount and then the other two days I take another amount to equal to what I need. That's um, right. So finding That's a doctor that really is specific with you to find in, okay, what is what is normal for Elizabeth and what is going to make your body operate the way that you need to, given your circumstances, right? I'm a That's mom right. of three young kids and you know, sleep is not easy to come by and all the things, but we do the best we can given what I need for my body to continue to go. But I think that's personalized medicine, Elizabeth, that's personalized medicine that I was not taught in school. I was Mm -hmm. taught treat them and treat them. That's exactly. And and I don't take insurance and a lot of functional medicine people do not because I can't spend an hour and a half with you, which is what I do with the first new, you know, the new patient appointment um, and bill that with insurance. You can't, you make me make any money. So when you get an hour and a half with Elizabeth King, I get to learn all about your childhood. You know, still not enough time. I could take four hours and still not know everything about you, but I get to learn about your, you know, your childhood experience. Were you healthy as a child? How do you eat, sleep, move, poop? How's your sex drive? That's a big one, right? Are you having sex? Do you even like your husband, right? You may love him, but not like him. I mean, seriously, these are yeah. all things that create systemic inflammation in your body. And they create just stress and stress will kill you. So, so when you get to spend that kind of time with people, then you get to figure out who they are and how they work and what's going to work for Elizabeth versus what's going to work for Kim over here, who has no room for margin in her life, right? Her whole world's falling apart. Her mom's got Alzheimer's. She's got this, she's got that. They barely get by financially. I mean, it's, you got to find somebody who understands you. And who's going to walk alongside you? Because here's the thing. If I work for you, if I'm your provider, I work for you, Elizabeth. You pay my bills. You pay my rent. You pay my employees. You pay my paycheck. Blah, blah, blah. All of that. And if I'm not working for you, then you have the right to find a new healthcare provider. And and everyone out there, you can find a new provider. People do not want to fire fire their healthcare provider. What? What? So, so then we're going to continue to complain and, and not get anywhere because the person's not working for you. Right. I mean, we have, yeah. you have the right to say, I need my records transferred. I'm going to go Absolutely. somewhere else. Well, you know, yeah. they'll be upset. Big deal. I mean, right. people transfer. I'm not the end all be all for everyone. So you have to have somebody who's going to walk this health journey with you. You have the right. It's your health. You only get one shot right here, right? right? This time. I don't know about past life. I don't know. Maybe we go come around till we figure it all out. I'll be here forever, man. I mean, right for thousands of years, but you get one shot right now that I know about. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned that because again, infertility as well, a lot of people are, are paying out of pocket and they, it's yes. a stretch, but you know what? Just like finding a good provider that is willing to sit down with you and dig in to say what is right for you, you're investing in yourself, you're investing in your future, you're investing in 
speaking of epigenetics, right? Your, your generations to come of changing that. So it is so worth it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be forever. That example of this girl you said, you know, who came in with the 66 things, she probably isn't seeing you as often, right? So I think that's, that's the important thing is knowing that once you kind of get in this habit of changing your life and feeling better, you're not as dependent at the, at, to these doctors and nurse practitioners and nope. whoever it is that's walking alongside you, but they are there to guide you on the right path. And if you feel like that person isn't walking the walk with you, advocate for yourself to find someone else. There's so exactly many good people right. out there now. Um, so how can people find you, Danny? Let's, let's get to that. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the same. Danny Williamson wellness, Danny Williamson.com on my, is my website. The book is all over the website, YouTube, all of that. It's just a basic common common sense, practical medicine is what it is. Wild and well, my six common sense steps to radical healing. Um, And that's everywhere. Anywhere you buy books, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever your local bookstore would be nice if they had that. That would be real good. Call your local bookstore and say, hey, do you have wild and well on the shelf? It's a good book. It really is. Um, Yeah. We put out people, you know, this. people who do what I do for a living. We put out so much free information all day, every day on this phone right here on Instagram, YouTube. I do a Facebook live on Sunday nights. It's all transferred over to YouTube, but hundreds, hundreds, 200 and something of them up there with interviews with, with people through the last five or six years. So I'm easy to get, you know, to learn, to get in touch with. And, you know, the bottom line is you're not broken. You were never broken. I know what it feels like to be sick and I know what it feels like to be healthy and I, and I'm not going to go back to that. And fertility is a little different, you know, than, than what I went through and that's your specialty, not, not mine, but inflammation is my specialty. And I do know that if your fertility doc or nurse practitioner, most likely a doctor though, generally, you know, um, fertility is not addressing the inflammatory response in your body, then you need some somebody new, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for all these amazing nuggets of information and just good energy to share with the world. Thank you so much for being here and your time and all the Girl, things. You're fantastic. Keep up the great work. You. This is a thank much you. needed niche that you thank have, you. which is not the niche anyone ever wants to fall in, right? Exactly. And it's, we always say it's the worst club, but with the best members and finding those people to help build that fertility team with all of this information. Again, I'm big on the inflammation, of course, but I think it's so important. And if any of you are in the Tennessee, Nashville, Franklin area, she's, that's where her brick and mortar clinic is. You bet. It's where our supplement store is. I have a brick and mortar supplement store as well called Wild and Well Wellness Emporium. But we literally just next week are starting to take new patients again. I've been closed to new patients for over a year. We were were so booked out. You know, the book came out and all that. It was it was a mess. So um, we, we haven't taken new patients in over a year. We're opening up to thyroid patients first, because that's what I love. And that's what I tend to get great results with. Um, So we're opening up to new patients. So anybody who has um, a thyroid issue or Hashimoto's, yeah, yeah. Go see Danny now. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Creation Innovation Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to the Creation Innovation Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you choose to get your podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Yes, we actually do send out gifts. It's my favorite thing to do. So visit us at elizabethking.com backslash creation innovation for more information on how to enter. Every review counts and we are so grateful. You can follow me at the official Elizabeth King on Instagram or TikTok. Until next time.